Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts and joining me is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing, Jane Hilston. Hi, Stace. How you doing? Very well. I was very excited this week to be getting some um, branding feedback from you. Oh, really? What yes. What was that? Are you looking at new logos and new colours and new things to do with your business oh. and um, shouting it out to your community? And... Um, yes. Oh, yes. I was asking you for feedback. Yes. 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 No, yes, I'm... I made it sound like a, you were giving me feedback, but yes, you were asking us. I was asking for feedback. What we thought. Oh, look, Stace, I can have the utmost in clarity when it comes to making decisions for my clients yep. around branding, but when it comes to my own business, I... I am. I just overthink everything. <laughs> I second guess myself, you know. So I just throw it out to as many people as I can, and sometimes that can lead to more confusion. But generally, I'll get a gut, you know, a good gut feel and a good feeling for what will work, and usually that's what I was thinking as well. Okay. So it's, I guess, just that little bit more confidence and assurance that that I'm that I'm not overthinking it or making a silly decision. Nice. When I think of you and I think of Dragonfly Marketing, I think you have such a strong brand. What made you think that you needed a bit of a change? And it's not a major change, don't get me wrong. It's not like you're suddenly changing the name and changing the logo and changing everything. It's yeah. just a little tweak. And it's an interesting question, actually, because um, I had the same branding for about, uh, gosh, the first eight years of my business um, because it was just awesome branding. And then I changed my branding a couple of years ago when I um, went into partnership with with another person and um, now I've kind of changed back for, to, to me being the sole managing director and and I just had just serendipitously I had had three people all at once come up to me and say I don't think your logo is right for you I don't think the font works for a digital marketing agency wow. I don't I just don't like Hello, how this universe. is done and <clears throat> excuse me yeah and so it was just, and it was three people, and three people who I have, you know, respect for their for their opinion, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, like it's been like this for two years, and you're just telling me now, yeah. So that to me, and and I was getting a new website done, so oh, okay. I I thought, right, okay, now the moment, yeah, let's just do it all in one fell swoop. So that was actually, you know, months ago, and mm-hmm. it's been a very long and slow process, and I'm actually getting really sick of it, and I just wanted to get it done now. <laughs> So glad but, I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think we're nearly there. Cool. I like the idea of shouting out to your community and saying, help. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? What do you think? What yep. do you think? And today we're talking about uh, not rebranding and mm. not doing new things in your business, but instead mm. putting off doing things. Mm. And in this case, doing important things. Yeah. So I've got a little story to tell. I started my business seven years ago. And about two years in, I got told um, that it would be really, that it is really important that we have systems in place. Oh, yes. And I have a fabulous business mentor, Glenda Hamilton, who likes to just keep me on my toes and and holds me accountable for moving forward in my business, which Mm. I just love. Mm. Um, And she has not stopped bugging me about it. And I say that with love because, yeah. Yes. Some, well, that's what someone's got to bug for. me about that's it. That's right. <laughs> and so I, there have been different things that we've tweaked in the business um, as far as systems go, how we, um, how we structure performances, how we do concerts, how we um, organise the kids for um, competitions and things like that. 
But insofar as um, generating leads and mm. um, turning those leads into actual conversions, actual customers, actual students that we have in our studio, yeah, it's been a really blasé process, yeah, right. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I say that, absolutely ridiculous yeah. because um, in business, customers are important. Yeah. Paying the bills are important. Keeping yes. the lights on are important, is yeah. important. Yeah. For me, my business being teaching dance to mm. children mm. is a very lovey-dovey thing. Yeah. It's all about the kids and about the, their moment to shine and it's very easy to make it light and fluffy and airy-fairy. And a lot of people have... Um, have this idea that it's it's like a glamorized babysitting service essentially what we do and it's not really important it's not really a priority and it's not really serious when actually yeah. I treat it very seriously yeah. and it is my absolute passion and absolute focus and it yeah. deserves to be treated that way but in saying that I didn't put as much en- energy and effort into that conversion process in the beginning as I should have. And because right. the school has got bigger and bigger yes, and because my um, my workload has got bigger and bigger, yep. this has dropped further and further and further and further down the priority yeah, list right. because we kind of had a mismatch way of g- doing things. People would come in and we'd say, hey, come in, yeah. come and do a dance class. And then they might come back the next week or they might not. Or, but you was- were obviously getting enough or, or per- you were yeah. perceiving to get enough yes. to not have to worry about changing anything. Yeah. Like it wasn't broken. No. It wasn't a pain point. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and and I, I would worry that those kids that had, you know, a, a, their first experience with us and then we never saw them again, I would worry that, A, they had a bad experience and, yeah. and I would like to be able to rectify that. But we didn't really get their contact details or we did, but we just filed them in that folder yeah. where we keep everyone's <laughs> contact details. And we'll, yeah. yeah, we'll sort that out <laughs> another time. Um, or that they had an experience and then they went somewhere else or mm. that they, worst of all, had an experience with us of dance and then just didn't go on to dance anywhere and that dance isn't part of their life. And that goes against my values and against everything Mm. that we're building because I think the arts are important for kids, for their brain development, for their creativity, for all these great things as to why I do my job. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward seven years or five years since I really had the understanding that, hey, this is something I needed to do. Mm. And I kept thinking, if I do professional development, Mm. somebody will hand to me on a silver platter the, you know, surefire way to absolutely do this with the entire script that you need and the and this point needs to happen nice. and this point and this point and this point. Because a lot of the courses that I signed up for promised that they would get you to that point. But I was so lazy mm-hmm. in getting myself there mm. that I went to a workshop last weekend and um, it wasn't handed to me on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. And I came home going, this has got to stop. Come on. And yeah. so I scheduled out... Um, five hours on one day and three hours on another day yep. and I turned off my phone yep. and I turned off my Facebook and I turned Good off move. everything and yep. I thought, I'm just going to do this. Yes. And I pumped it all out Good in one. that eight-hour period. Yep. Five years yeah. of sitting about and yes. thinking, oh, it's going to be too much work, it's too hard, it's, oh, educating the team. and uh, Overwhelmed. Blah. Overwhelmed Total overwhelm. the prospect of it. Yeah. Yep. And I got it pumped out in eight hours and now that we're putting it in place, it actually is simpler than the ha- you know the haphazard process that we had before. Okay. So where we're sitting at the moment, I'm so excited about the future that that little girl that comes in and tries ballet, if she doesn't like it, then um, 
maybe we have another class for her. Or if we don't, maybe someone down the road has a better class that would be better suited and I can point her in that direction. Yeah, nice. Or that we will at least be able to make enough contact and be able to keep in touch that if she turns 10 and then decides she wants to come back to dance, Mm. she knows where we are. Mm. Whereas I didn't have any of that connection before. No. But it made me think about what else I've got on this list of mine that's right down the bottom of the priority list that I've been putting off for Mm. years. Mm. Years I put this off and didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And yet when I just knuckled down, I just, I got it done. Yes. Yeah. And look, I think it's an interesting concept when we put things off because I don't believe it just comes down to being lazy. So, uh, I mean, you've described yourself as being lazy there about that. Yeah. Um, but I go back to your saying of we've all got enough time in the day. We've all got the same amount of time in the day as Beyonce. <laughs> so yes, we when do. we decide <laughs> what we do, yep. we have to prioritise. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of priorities. Now, that wasn't a priority for you at the time. So, yes, you've spoken of overwhelm at the at the potential. And I think sometimes we fear what we don't know. So if mm. we don't feel familiar with that process, if we don't actually know what we have to do, we know that we need to do something, but we don't actually know how to do it. Yeah. And so then you start thinking, well, how do I find out that I do it? Oh, gosh, you know, I've got to I'll Google it. I'll spend $400 it. on this course and, and then I've got to do a course and then I've got to do that <laughs> yeah. and then it's going to be wrong and then, you know what I mean? So you so you doubt, you know, it, it, that's where that overwhelm or that sense of overwhelm comes from. But, you know, I think I go back to that point too. You're, that wasn't a broken process for you. At that point, you were getting, you were getting... Um, customers coming through the door, you were getting families coming through the door, you were getting enrolments. Yeah. So you didn't realise the need to kind of really prioritise that. It wasn't no. a priority because there was probably other things that were a priority that you needed to, to attend at that that point. And maybe now some things have happened in the last six months where you've gone, you know what, lost, lost leads matter to yes. my business. Yes, both that's on a, a fine, big, you know, yeah, a big, you know, aha loss, moment. When people walk away and don't come back, that is a loss of, you know, how much is that? How much is your customer worth per year? You know, if someone signs up for a year and knowing dancing, if they sign up for life, you know, that's potentially fifteen years of dance fees mm-hmm. from that from that one person. So we can't just we can't just kind of value a customer based on that first term of dance fees that you might get from them once you convert them. Yeah, there's potentially fifteen years of dance fees there. And also 15 years of reach, like 15 years, not just the monetary value, but imagine what you can do. Imagine the impact you can have on a child's life. Exactly. With 15 years of that once a week or twice a week or for some kids, 20 hours a week contact. It's a really, that's right. You know, when kids get to a certain age and having kids get, have gotten out to that certain age and not with dance, but with basketball, um, you, that they need to start spending more time with their coaches and and you know like Alice I know my daughter does seven sessions basically by the time she trains and and plays yeah so the people in her basketball you know crowd tribe yeah pl- have an enormous impact in on her life so you would you would also have that and I know that that's what that's your why you yeah. know that's what drives you in business so so it's not it's the monetary but it's also the fact that you're fulfilling your your passion and your your dream and i guess so you you're looking at at that as a loss on both sides but yeah. i guess before you're probably going well how do I actually work with all the ones that I am converting mm. you know like I've got to get that right yes and I need to make sure that there's a structure in place so that when 
you know, when I do need to actually go out and acquire more leads and get more conversions, that that bit's working. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's probably That's not you being lazy. It it's probably yeah. just you going, I need to just, you know, sort that bit of the business out first before I worry about really fine-tuning the acquisitions of, of leads and the conversion of leads. Yeah. And I just didn't um, – I didn't think it was such a big deal until I – now done it and mm. on the other side of it the the feeling of you know weightlessness like that that weight being lifted off my shoulders this thing I'd put off for so long yeah is now done and functioning and we're going to have some teething problems as we as we work it out but at least the, the big chunk of it is just it's yeah. done it's so um, can you give us a kind of rough overview of, of what this process looks like because that would be interesting to hear oh um it's it's more of a case of um, the system of where the pieces of paper go, pretty yeah, much. I mean, right. it's a lot of a lot of my business when I began was just like let's just fly by the seat of our pants and hope for the best. Mm. And there was no real system of okay, when we get that piece of paper, it needs to go in this drawer and it needs to be filed in this place. And I don't know if you've ever seen my desk, Jane, but you might be completely mortified because it's just chaos. Oh, so is mine. Chaos, yeah. absolute chaos. Yeah, and organised chaos. Uh, no, sort of. No, not at <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yes, I can no, have you there is either actually. There, <laughs> at the moment, I mean, there are times, there are glimmering times of hope when I get myself together. Uh, yeah. But it's it's about that um, having a system for when you get that. Um, yellow piece of paper, which our, our which is your registration form. Yes, our, I guess. our yep. yellow registration kind of trial registration mm. form. Okay, well, where does that yellow piece of paper go, and where does that information go? For, mm. Because for us, what do it you needs, do with that information? Yeah, for us, it needs to go. We've got a CRM that is um, just about classes and what um, classes. So if you enrol Alice, Alice comes and Alice does a jazz class and a ballet class, and that's all in that CRM. Then we've also got a different CRM that is our communications. Um, we use Entreport, so all mm. of our communications go through Entreport. So we've mm-hmm. got sequences that we put people on for, so they make sure they get the newsletter and they make sure they get information about summer holiday programs and they get information about, you know, when that fundraiser is happening. And that information, when it was just sitting on the yellow piece of paper in the yellow piece of paper drawer. File, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even not that, if it was just on the desk on there desk. somewhere yeah. or in the bottom of my handbag because yeah. somebody gave it to me as I was walking into the studio yeah. or someone saw me at Coles mm. and this happens. Oh, mm. I've got that form here mm. that you got me to fill in. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, good. I'll stick that in the handbag. Yeah. I'll and find it six months later. Absolutely. <laughs> so the information, it's not respectful to to my yeah. customers to have yeah. that piece of vital information. And you're a marketer. Any marketer would, would just want to wrap me over the knuckles for that, mm-hmm. having this potential lead and potential yeah. gold mine of information stuck in the bottom of my handbag. So getting that information into the right channels. So it needs to go not just on the desk or in the file, but that information needs to go in so we know what classes they're doing so that we can then invoice them appropriately. It also needs to go into our communication strategy so they're getting all the information they need so that they're having a pleasant experience because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than feeling like you don't know what's going on. Yep. Um, that communication is is one of the pillars of, of the business and it's really important for us that the customers get that. Mm-hmm. And then also that information needs to be re- relayed to the teacher mm. so that Miss Vanessa knows that Alice is coming into jazz today so that when she gets into class, she can go, hey, Alice, how are you going? Welcome. Here we go. Yeah. So yeah. I've really tidied that up and I feel like a totally new woman. Okay. So what's happening to the leads that um, you were describing before who come and do a class? 
And then don't get back to you. So they're now on an email sequence that... Um, right, so they're also going into the CRM. Yes. Yeah. So um, they might not go into the enrolment CRM because they don't, obviously haven't no. run in the class, but they yeah. will go on onto an email sequence that... Um, keeps reminding them that we're here. Yep. It gives them more information. This was the part that really was hard for me to sit down and, and really do because mm. I was like, oh, what, what am I going to write? But once I started, it was easy. The first yeah. email is about, hi, you know, my name's Stacey. This is the reason I started my dance school. I love Beautiful. dance and I love Beautiful. reaching children um, on that creative level and giving them an outlet for them to be able to express themselves. And that's why I started my dance school. And if you're ever interested, I'd love to tell you more. Yeah. Thank you very much. The next email they get a couple of days later or a couple of weeks later or however it's set up says, have you met Larissa? Here's one of our graduating students, Larissa, and she started with us when she was this year's old. And here's a photo of her when she was little. And here's a photo of her now. She's dancing on cruise ships around the world and she's making a living out of doing what she loves. And we were happy to be part of that journey. If you want us to be part of your child's journey, here's my information. Yeah. you know, a couple of weeks later, we haven't heard from you, but, you know, we've got some summer classes coming up. Maybe you're interested in that. Yeah. That kind of email sequence yeah. to just keep us front of mind and, and here we are. Yeah. And when I explained this to my husband, because I rang him after I'd set this block of time aside and I, and I actually did it. I was like, I've done this. Woohoo. He said, oh, my gosh, I would hate it if you would bug me with that many emails. Mm. And I said. That's because you're not the target market, You're not honey. my target market, yeah. babe. <laughs> I said, you're not a mum running from one thing to the next. You're not sitting outside of school checking your email, thinking I'll enrol in a dance class, getting halfway through it, then the kids get in the car and off you go and three days later you've done nothing about the ballet class but yep. you get an email from me yep. and go, and oh, that's right, I was going to. And then at a deeper deeper level, periodically stressing and, and feeling anxious about making sure that you give your children the best opportunities in life. Absolutely. And have I made the decision to walk away from Miss Stacey's dance school? Yeah. Because maybe my daughter won't be the best person that she can be, you oh. know. And that's a whole other podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we've set up retargeting as well with the Facebook pixel so that people that do come to our free trial page that perhaps bounce off that page then get a reminder a little while later or the next time they're on Facebook in their news feed that, hey, we're still here and, and you can come back and, and sign up if you want to. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So I guess your learning from this has been to maybe go and tackle some of those jobs that, that you've had on your to-do list that, that have seemed a little overwhelming. And and again, you know, when, when we were talking about this before the podcast, um, I kind of made reference to the fact that sometimes I think we don't tackle things for other reasons that we just don't have time. Like I think that we just don't have time is a really easy excuse to make. Mm, definitely. But you know what? Sometimes at a really subconscious level, I feel like tackling some things is because I have a deep-seated fear about what that means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? About what that actually – if that actually happens – Yeah. What does that look like? Because that's taking me out of my comfort zone. That's mm. taking me to a place in uncharted territories that I'm not familiar with. And am I ready for that? Wow. You know, so <laughs> I – and there's and it's only yeah. because I've done some deep thinking about, you know, a couple of things that I just need to get on and do. And I've really been thinking about I'm not prioritising this? this. Why am I not prioritising this? I need to prioritise – and it's writing a book, I'll be transparent – you know why am I? Why is this not at 
the forefront of my, you know, mind why. Because I know I can do it if I know I'll prioritise oh, if I. You've got a wealth of information in that brain of yours. And I've kind of written it. I've written one draft of my first book, but it's not right. I want to I want to adjust it and write a second one um, or just overlay that one with, with some new information. Okay. But there's just, I can just, you know, I've, I've just been fascinated that it, it's not, you know, I'm finding everything else to do yeah. but that. And I am busy. Like I genuinely am struggling yeah. <laughs> keeping up with everything, but I always am, you know, and I know that, you know, all I need to do is prioritise this. What's, and I, I believe it's fear. What does that mm. represent when that's done? Or what if it fails? Or what if, you know. I'm getting deep now. Yeah yeah. 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 You know, and that, that I think is what stops us doing things sometimes. Yeah. Not just the fact that we don't have time. Yeah. And so I've kind of gone away and thought, let's, let's make a list. So this was a big one. This was, and you know, I've written, um, I've read Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. I know I should be should have written that frogs five years ago. But what are the big frogs that are in my subconscious that are sitting on my shoulder that I really need to just tackle? Now that I've been brave enough to do one, mm. I'm like, okay. Okay, what's next? Let's let's make a list of five. Yeah. What yeah, what am I going to get to next? And when and when am I going to get to it? Because Glenda often says that to me. It's it's all well and good to say that that's on your goals list and you want to achieve that, but stick a date on it. When are we doing that? Yes. When are you going to have that done by? Yes. And then tell people about it. Yes. Tell people about that date because I can stick a date on it, but if if I haven't told anybody else, I can then amend that date. Okay. Well, <laughs> here we go. So our anti-bullying policy needs to be updated. Right. Um, because it's not really relevant. It's not really as relevant as it needs to be with kids and Snapchat and sure. Instagram now. Yeah. Um, just online bullying is a whole... There's, it needs to be a whole section on online bullying that ours doesn't cater yes. for. And it's we haven't thought about it because we really are talking about kids in the ballet studio. And it's not like they're on Snapchat whilst they're doing their plies. Mm. They're, they're two separate things. However, there are kids in our studios that do feel bullied by their friends online when they go home after dancing. Mm. And therefore, how much of that is our responsibility and et cetera, et cetera. It brings up all of these other questions that I've just been pushing down in the priority list because I don't want to look at... Yeah. So here you go. My... Um, Glenda made me put a date on this. So yeah. we're going to have it for the 1st of July. So our yeah. new our new online anti-bullying policy... Good on you. ...for the ballet school is going out on the 1st of July. I will have to make a link to that just for the purpose of being responsible to... Um, Yes. To our Facebook okay, page you so heard that, that, listeners. Put a little note in your diaries and just now yeah, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, flick us a message on Facebook and say, Miss Stace, I would like to see that anti-bullying policy, yes. please. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Doesn't it sound thrilling? <laughs> no, do you know what it is? It does sound very fascinating because even that question that you've just posed there, how much of that? You know, I've got kids in school. Mm-hmm. I know that um, our school in particular is very, very. Um, takes online bullying very, very seriously. Mm. They crack down the oh, moment that there's yeah. even a sniff of it, yes. you know. And um, and it needs to be like that. Yeah, it does need to be like that. And and I think as parents, you know, like ultimately my my view is that, that a lot of this, you know, um, 
comes back to the parents and and being able to teach your kids digital citizenship, mm-hmm. um, which at the end of the day is just you know how to be a good person. Yeah, you know how to be a good person when you're online. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just that mud sticks online, yeah. and so it's it's about teaching them the the potential consequences. But it's it's a very interesting time. So I think. There will be a lot of people that would probably love to hear and get a few tips as to what you recommend to, to stop online bullying because that's a serious thing now. Yeah. Well, I will be getting back to you, but is there anything on your to-do list that you've been putting off? Is there anything that's been pushed down the priority list that you think I really need to to step up? We would love to hear about it. If um, you can post on our Facebook page, we would love to hold you accountable. We're happy to to be your cheerleaders yep. in the getting stuff done yes. um, realm of your world. So yep. please make sure you shout out to us on Facebook. We really appreciate you loving and liking and sharing Miss Bossy Boots all about the world and giving us Facebook reviews and uh, reviews on iTunes. That helps us share the love of Miss Bossy Boots all around. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen us on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 